Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Rendezvous. If you're new here, I'm Kaya, and if you're not new here, then welcome back. In today's episode, you might hear the sound of a tractor in the background. I'm going to try to minimize it as much as possible, but if you do, then yeah, they're building next door, and I can definitely hear it. I really hope you guys can. As we're coming to the end of October, in today's episode, I thought we'd tell some true scary stories to tell in the dark. And if you haven't realized yet, Thought Catalog is like my favorite website now. They have like so many stories on there. And no, this is not sponsored. I just really love the site. <laughs> so that's where these stories are going to be coming from. Before we start today's episode, I also want to ask you, how are you doing with your breaking a habit, adopting a new habit situation? Let me know in the comments down below because I want to know your progress. But without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Okay, so these are true scary stories to tell in the dark. So you, if you want, like you can... You can make the atmosphere like a bit, you know, spooky or whatever. Dim down the lights, be in a room alone, that kind of thing while you listen to these. I personally have not read them yet and I'm going to be reading them for the first time with you guys. This one is called Pig Mask. Our old house was on a corner in, and in lieu of a backyard had a side yard with a small deck that wrapped around the back. The dining room had patio doors that led out to the back and we would have BBQs and such back there. When I was about 14, we only had one desktop computer and one laptop for the family. My brother and I would fight over the desktop. That's where Diablo 2 was installed, so I would use the laptop to write music. And on one particular night, my brother had a friend over and they were downstairs doing whatever and I was at the dining room table on the laptop. As I was wrapped up in my writing, I didn't pay too much attention to my surroundings. I heard a knock on the patio door, which startled me. I looked up, expecting my brother or his friend. The basement had a door that led to the back deck as well. Standing at the door and waving was a person, could not tell sex or age, wearing a Halloween pig mask. Thinking it was my brother or his friend, I mouthed good one and gave the person the finger and they walked away. As soon as they left, I went downstairs to give them shit, and to my surprise and dismay, they were both sitting on the couch playing PlayStation. They swore up and down it wasn't either of them, and there was no way one of them would have had time to get downstairs and unmask before getting on the couch. To this day, I have no idea who it was that knocked and waved. And this story is by Shanster925. That is so creepy. You literally opened the door to a stranger. That's like the first part. What if he was crazy? Walking around in a pig mask. Like, I don't know, doing what? That is insane. I'm so glad he's he wasn't like a crazy, crazy person. Um, and nothing bad happened to you. This one is called I'm Still Here. I came home pretty late one night and my roommate's bedroom was shut. And I assumed she was sleeping already. But I saw something out of the corner of my eye in the kitchen. I said her name, but she didn't answer. I didn't think anything of it, so I walked into my room and before I turned the light on, something whispered, I'm still here. I turned on the light in my room, but nothing was there. 
So I turned on every light in my house and knocked on my roommate's door and eventually opened it. But she wasn't there, so I left her light on too and slept with all the lights on. When she came back the next morning, I asked her if she was messing with me and she started crying and said she left because something was in the house messing with her and she had to get out. And this story is by Charmaine369. Yeah. If I heard that, okay, if I heard that, would I be sleeping? Whether the lights were on or off? No, I would not be sleeping <laughs> until my roommate gets back home. <sighs> that is scary. Okay. This one is called Raising a Serial Killer. We, me, my wife, and my three-year-old son are sitting in the food court at Costco. There's another family with a four to five-year-old girl sitting behind us. My son looks at me and says, do you see that girl over there? I'm going to teach her a lesson. So I'm taken aback for a second. Then I think he must intend to teach her numbers or some other normal thing you teach people. So I ask, what is he going to teach her? His response, I'm going to teach her to drown. This was by Hellscream GB. Yeah. And your son was three years old? Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> okay. This one's called Followed. The summer after I graduated from high school, I left work early and went up to my parents' cabin in northern Michigan. Spent that night at the beach watching the sunset. Once the sun went down and it became nearly pitch black, no light pollution, I got to my car and started driving down the highway, M22. After about 10 seconds of being at speed, there was an older Tahoe, late 90s, that started riding my ass and flashing its high beams. So I got up to about 60 and a 45. They were still on my ass. I pulled off to the side road that my parents' cabin is off of and they took the same turn. I thought this seemed weird because there's only about 30 to 40 houses on the road. So I went all the way to the end, which is usually a dead end, but leads to a maintenance area for the golf course nearby. Truck was still following me. At this point, I was freaking out because if I pulled into the house, they'd know where we lived and they were still following close by. I took a ton of random turns and the truck kept following every single turn for about 15 minutes. I finally had a chance to make a turn with traffic going through the intersection that gave me a few seconds of a head start. Pulled down a side street, went up 100 yards, turned off all my lights and waited. Truck slowly drove by the perpendicular street and kept going. Booked it home. Pulled my car around the side away from the main road and pulled every curtain. For an 18-year-old, I was scared as hell that night. And this is by Sour Turtle. No, that is too scary. I don't care how old you are, literally. Like, if that happened to me, I would be so, so, so scared. And I wouldn't even know what to do. Like, obviously, I would most likely be doing the same thing. Like, I could see myself doing the same thing, just, like, driving trying to lose the person but oh my god it's giving slasher movie okay the evil twin new year's day 1995 
I was in the middle of third year university and a bunch of friends had come down to visit me and my roommate for the festivities. We were all pretty hungover from drinking the night before and went out for the usual nice day out, a bit chilly, I don't feel so good, post-greasy breakfast hungover stroll around the neighborhood. Two of these friends were twin brothers. One of them we hung out with all the time. The other we just met for the first time. He was pretty normal the night before, joining in the fun, but on this day we were all hanging around a local basketball court shooting hoops with an old basketball we'd found in the grass and this twin brother kept following me around all over the place with the creepiest grin I'd ever seen in my life, staring right into the nether regions of my soul the whole time. I'd back away and join the group again and he'd keep following me around. When we were walking back to the apartment, it was just me and him walking down the sidewalk behind the group, and he moved over in front of me, stared at me with that creepy look again, and fell down to his knees as if to worship me or something. I didn't know what to do. Hey, buddy. You all right? We're heading back now, right? And so on. He wouldn't say anything. He just be there on his knees looking up at me with a clenched face and squinted eyes as if he were looking directly into the sun or something. Later that day, my roomie said he was tripping balls, so I thought nothing of it and moved on with my life. A few weeks later, we got a phone call from the twin brother we usually hung out with, and it turned out that this other twin brother went over to his aunt's place with a knife and stabbed her 14 times. She didn't die, but you know, still pretty bad. He had even called the police before going, because he knew he was going to do it, but he couldn't stop himself from doing it because, you know, the voices and so on. The ensuing court case was widely covered in the media, as this was a relatively smaller community where this sort of thing doesn't happen on a regular basis. I was reading one of the articles, and one of the testimonies was that this twin brother was severely schizophrenic and was hearing voices in his head. He believed his very bones that his aunt was the devil and that he had been commanded by God to go and kill her. So, who was this God that told him to go kill her? Well, as a newspaper article described, it was a guy in a group he hung out with on New Year's Day. Didn't take me long to realize that he was talking about me. This was 22 years ago. I know for a fact it was a mental illness, but... Just knowing that I had somehow commanded him to go kill his aunt stays with me to this day. This is by Cat Gotcha. That story did not take the turn that I thought it would take. <laughs> That's for sure. Um. Oh my god, though, but that is so mind. Like I, I don't even know. Like n knowing someone who would do something like that. It's like one thing to hear it on the news or in a documentary, but like knowing that you know this person actually, that's a whole other thing. Okay, this one says, okay, yeah, we're not going to read that one, but I just want to do a little like summary of it. Basically, they found someone under the great aunt's bed and... That person also tried to stab her to death. But we're not going to go into detail about this story. I don't know what's with all these stabbing stories. <laughs> they were, I thought they were going to be like more like paranormal, but these are like full-on stabbing. Okay, this one is called Someone Was There. 
We were living with my brother-in-law and his two teens when I was pregnant. He has an elevated house on quite a bit of former hunting land, several miles down a county road. My husband works 7 to 6, and Bill works offshore for 14 days. Okay, Bill means brother-in-law, by the way. While he was at work, his kids stayed with their grandmother. Nice house, but it had a weird vibe. I chalked it up to pregnancy hormones. One day, home alone, I was taking a shower and felt someone staring at me. I stuck my head out and listened. Couldn't hear anyone in the house, so I resumed my shower. A while later, I heard the back door shut. I was standing in the kitchen and could see the door, which had no steps and was six inches from the ground. Door was still locked. I told my husband about it that night and he shrugged it off. We locked down and went to bed. I don't know how long I'd been asleep, but I woke up to the blankets being yanked off the bed and my husband flipping on every light in the house. He threw open every door, every cabinet, looked in every pantry or closet while holding his handgun. I asked what was going on and he swore he heard boots thumping through the house and someone talking. Everything was still locked and it's not a big house. Nobody was there except us. One night, a while later, my niece came into our room. Her dad worked over and we had them for a few days and asked to sleep in bed with us. Now, this girl isn't scared of anything and is 14 at the time. I sat up, told my husband to scoot over and patted my pillow. That's when I noticed her 16-year-old brother curled up under a blanket on the floor beside me. Why are you both in our room at 2 in the morning? They didn't want to answer at first, but explained that something in my niece's room laughs at night. I hated that room when we moved in and put up any laundry I did quickly in there. I asked my nephew why he was on the floor and he said, She came into my room on the cot to sleep, but something started knocking on the door. We came down here as soon as it stopped. Again, husband flipped on every light, looked in every nook and cranny, nothing. Eventually, we moved out and the kids decided to live full-time with grandma. My husband said he heard a man laughing in my niece's room, but there was nobody there when he turned on the lights. Scared the shit out of him. And this is by KNSF. Yeah. I would not stay in that house. Not even for one night. If that happened, I don't care. Like, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm not going to wait for another thing to happen. Something happened once, I'm out. I'm out. And on top of that, the kid's story, that basically just sums it all up for me. (laughs) It's time to move. Okay, this one is called I Was Almost a Hostage. I was walking down the street when I saw a rusty nail in the road. I picked it up and threw it into an empty house's yard. Not helpful, I know. After I threw the nail, a man came out of what I thought was an empty house and shouted at me. I freaked out, thinking it was about the nail, and kept walking towards my house. The guy didn't sound mad, but I couldn't make out what he was saying. He started following me to the street and gesturing me to come over, but my gut told me to keep on walking. I get home and see from my house the empty house is now surrounded by cops. At this point, I still think it's about the nail. After a while, it gets worse and men in full gear show up. I found out later that the house was indeed empty, the men inside were known criminals, and I very much almost ended up a hostage. And this is by Ducky Blinders. 
yeah if you if you see like a stranger shouting at you just ring you at you to come over mm, would i 100% no i get like so creeped out when i hear like anybody shouting at me because like my mind doesn't automatically figure out what they're shouting but just the fact that somebody's shouting and i think that it's to me that alone just creeps me out so like definitely would not be walking over there okay this one is called scratching we had quite a large house shaped like an l but the l was cut into a hill so the hill of the l had the downstairs which was almost underground it had windows facing out but a lot was either in the hill or under another floor I had the room on the bottom part of the L from 13 onwards. My room had two doors, one that opened out to a kind of rumpus room and one to an ensuite. It was always creepy, but being a skeptic, I dared anything there to do something to me. Grew up fine, but I could never sleep unless both doors were shut. When my parents went away, I'd break the rules and bring my dog in to sleep on the bed. I woke up a few times late to see her alert and staring at the door to the rumpus room. Occasionally, I'd hear a cat clawing at the screen on the window, but we had dogs, cats, horses, and the local bush turkeys, foxes, etc. I figured if something was there that shouldn't have been, my dogs would have gone ballistic. Fast forward five years, bring a new girlfriend to my home to meet my parents, slept in my old room, she woke up screaming between 12 a.m. to 3 a.m. twice out of the three nights we stayed there. I have been with her five years since and it's only happened in that room. She won't sleep in the house anymore. My parents let my younger sister move into the room about four years ago. She asked me recently if I ever heard scratching on the window late at night. Both of the dogs we had, plus the cat and the horses, are all dead. It being roughly 10 years later, so the scratching is likely independent of the pets, unless the local animals are messing with us. She also said she can't sleep unless both doors are shut, and she'll often put door stops under both doors so she hears if either door opens. She googled some stuff and decided to sage the room and said she's had hectic nightmares since and woke up screaming late at night a few times. For reference, she was about 14 when the night terrors happened with my girlfriend, so we never told her. As I said, I'm a skeptic, but it's still pretty creepy. And this is by Taurasaur. I just want to say your girlfriend waking up between 12 and 3 a.m. I think we all know that 3 a.m., they call it witching hour or something like that. Yeah, not a great sign. I mean, waking up screaming alone, yeah. Hearing scratching, yeah. Okay, this one is called Haunted Supermarket. I work in a supermarket early shift and part of my job is changing the shelf labels for the price changes each day. Just this Wednesday gone, I was putting new labels on a shelf of hand soap when about two foot along the shelf from me, a bottle shot off and landed in the middle of the aisle. I looked along the aisle at my colleague and she just shrugs her shoulders and says, happens all the time. I've never directly witnessed anything else, 
but being one of the first on the shop floor each day, I'm now questioning all the items that I see sitting in the aisles first thing and guessing I can't blame untidy customers for them all. This is by Nightlight Bunny Fray. This one is called Dead Cats. Years ago when I was a senior in high school, I had the day where I wasn't feeling too great. So I decided as I occasionally did to skip out on my last two classes and head home. That meant no school buses, obviously, so I would just walk the three miles home. Before the age of computer cell phones, this was a pretty long, boring hike to take, so I decided to take a shortcut through some small wooded trail along the creek. Before the age of computer cell phones, this was a pretty long, boring hike to take, so I decided to take a shortcut through some small wooded trail along the creek. Eventually, I came across a dead cat lying in the middle of the trail. As I walked around it, I noticed another dead cat to my left. Looked to my right, and sure enough, there was another. Creeped out, I looked behind me and noticed two more, and yet another two in front of me. They were all laid out in a giant circle with one in the middle, almost like a half-assed pentagon. I speeded up the pace and got the hell out of there. Never took that trail again. Thinking back, a really weird thing is that there was no visible damage to any of the cats, to blood or cuts, the dead. And this is by PM Me Bass Guitars. PM Me Bass. And this is by PM Me Bass Guitars. That is not okay. Like, who would kill? Ki I, why? Just why? Okay, this one's called He Wasn't Asleep. I often visit Walmart in the wee hours of the morning. One time I went in about 2 a.m. and noticed an elderly and noticed an elderly gentleman asleep on one of the mobility scooters at the entrance. When I left about 20 minutes later, he was still there. I thought it was a little odd no one from the store had woken him up, but whatever. Found out the next day he had died and spent the better part of a day on display as a corpse at the entrance to Walmart. And this is by Bobon Pom. Wow. The fact that people just kept walking past him and not asking him if he needs help or anything. Okay. Um, this one is called Wii. We have a Wii. The sensor bar is on the TV stand directly in front of the TV, as is anyone's. We don't have the cord wrapped up or anything. It just hangs behind the TV in a jumble. One night, we were watching TV, cuddling on the couch, when suddenly the Wii sensor bar literally flies across the room till it got to the end of its length and fell to the floor. Like someone had grabbed it and chucked it across the room. We could find no explanation for this whatsoever. We had a cat and a dog at the time, but... The cat was sleeping in another room, and the dog was on the couch with us. And this is by In the Grotto 87. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed the stories in today's episode. If you did, don't forget to follow and subscribe to get notified when new episodes are out, which is every Friday. And also, don't forget to rate this podcast 
and leave a comment down below or send me a message on Anchor FM. I'd love to hear your stories and I'd also love to hear your thoughts on this episode. And if you have any suggestions for future episodes. Thank you so much for being here with me today and reading with me. Until next time.